0: hey there welcome to the saints Hangout podcast every word has been designed to bless empower and edify you as we search and teach through the scriptures and now here's today's podcast go to the book of galatians such as i have you know that is that is a very very big statement galatians let's go to galatians let's borrow something in galatians quickly Galatians chapter four. I want to read verse nine, but look at the first thing Galatians said in verse one. The Bible says, "Now, now I say, the heir as long as is a child, as long as is a child. There's nothing wrong about being a child, but listen, you have to grow up after a particular point." He says, "The heir as long, Galatians four in chapter one, the heir as long as is a child differed nothing from a servant." Some other translation calls a slave. He says, "Although though he be lord of all." This is one scripture that I would have loved to use for the uh, foundations of this teaching. You know, it's pretty much straightforward. The heir, who is the heir? You already know it because the Bible says we are joint heir with Christ. The Christian is not a co-heir with Christ, it's a joint heir. And what I've explained that as well. The joint heir means everything Christ, everything God has willed to Christ, God has willed it to his sons as well. So Christ today seated in heaven. You know, the Bible says we are the body of Christ. Have you ever seen a place whereby... Um, if you say you want to wear a cap, let's say, for example, the government of, of South Africa or the government of the United States gives your head, <laughs> it's, "Oh, for example, one of you here is wearing a face cap now. Would it be right for me to say it is only the head that is wearing it, but without the body? You know, it appears as though the cap is on the head. But when you look at the whole thing, the cap covers the entire body. Praise the Lord. That's the reason why whatever it is, God willed to the head. He doesn't have to call it, categorically say, oh, um, I'm willing it to son two, son three, son five. Every son, glory to God. I just heard that in my spirit. Every son has a head. Every son has a head. And that head is the same that's the reason why you where you are seated you are a type of the body of christ you where you are seated listening to me you are a class Glory to God. I love that word. You are a class of the body of Christ. You are a type of the body of Christ. But one thing, listen, the beauty of God knows no end. One thing God ensured was to make sure that irrespective of the class of the body of Christ you are, irrespective of the the race of the body of Christ you are, irrespective of the gender of the body of Christ you are, listen, you carry the same head. <laughs> oh God, you carry the same head, and it is impossible. Listen, you permit me, you can be cream for all I care, but when they take your I don't want to say mug shots because mug shots, I think, is for those who commit offense. When they take your passport or your picture, child of God, we all look the same we all look the same that's the reason why i don't support this brand of christianity that says oh there is a white church there is a black church every church has a head and the head is one person why because christ made it so so that listen when you function from the head, it is impossible for your body not to adjust. That's why people say things like when you gather everything first in the head, when your mind is right, when every- listen, your, your your hand does not need to complain that um I am lacking something. The moment it lacks, the head knows how to send sensory organs. I'm not really a doctor and all of that, but even in the physical realm, I understand. At least I watched the, some episodes of Grey's Anatomy, you know, and I understood when they said some neurons, some this or that permit me i'm not a doctor in case you're listening to this if i'm not pronouncing it well but i understand that once the head is intact the body need not worry Once the head is intact, the body need not worry. And there are certain times in some episode when the doctor says, "Oh, he had trauma; his brain dead." And he said, "Brain dead?" He said, "Oh, you say we're sorry. Once his brain dead, he might still be alive on oxygen support, but because his brain dead, there is nothing they can do." I didn't know that until I watched *Crazy Anatomy*. But what am I trying to say? Listen, the Church of Jesus or the Church today is one where we know where the head stays. The Bible says he's seated in heavenly places that's why child of god if your mindset is still um you you, you you're still reasoning you're still reasoning as a matter of fact I go to colossians i'm still coming back to i'm still coming back to galatians go to colossians let's go to colossians 3 the bible says in colossians 3 verse 1 he says if if you know i, I, I If I was in a place right now where the hall is I'm telling you, there are some posters that you're going to see me do. He says, if, I'm going to start doing my break dance. Why? Because the the, the author of the scripture is so on point. He says, if ye then be risen with Christ. Have you seen that now? He's putting you on the same level as Christ. He's not putting you on a level as, a uh, um, uh, listen, the Bible says, comparing yourself to yourselves, you are not being wise. I've read that multiple, multiple times. Scriptures here interpret to make us understand that the child of God has no business on some realms and listen if you don't have that mindset you will not even be able to think like that because listen let me tell you how the mind works it's just like a generator when you put a load on it let's say the generator can take uh, um, it can take 100 100 kva for example when you put a load of 5 kva on it the truth about it is some generators would step down why because the load they will step down to match the frequency of the load so that they don't damage that load that's the reason why for those of you who know the there is one generator that some of us used to use where we came from. They call it, I better pass my neighbor. Those of you who are not, you might not understand that gen. Just excuse me. That gen is very cheap. Very, you know, you know, to the point whereby everybody can buy it. Everybody can buy it. But the issue of the gen is such that it is so cheap to the point whereby there is no regulator. So that's why they encourage people not to use it with laptops and all those things. Because the generator can just go 10 kVA, 20 kVA, it does not matter. You know, and it can just go up, gum down. It's very cheap. It will give you electricity. But electricity can be 10 KVA today, 22 KVA tomorrow. Nothing is regulating it and then it damages things, blows TV, does all of that. But there are certain generators that when you put a 5 kg, there is something called an adjuster. It steps it up, it steps it down to make sure that every day there is a balance. That's the same way your spirit is. Some of us don't understand that your spirit, when you when you don't, when you don't, um you don't, Put it on the realm. And that's why when you draw closer to God. He is the one who created your spirit. He knows the capability. You cannot tell God. Lord I cannot do this. He says no child of God. Don't say that. Because I know the content of what I kept on the inside of you. I know what you can do. I know the possibilities of what is on the inside of you. And even if you don't know. I've given you Colossians 3. What does it say? If Christ be risen. If then, if then, if ye then be risen with Christ. So even if you don't know so much about yourself and with faith in your spirit, you said, I'm a Christian, I'm a child of God. The Bible already says, if Christ, don't forget where we're coming from in Proverbs, my son, attend to my words. This is part of the word. This is part of the word. So when it says, if Christ then be risen, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Child of God, look up. That's what he's trying to tell you never let your shoulders look down or your head look down uh, you are too you know that's the reason why I said before this prayer or before this meeting there were there were a lot of things in my spirit but every time I as I come here to preach the word I always tell God something I'm doing this to the glory of the name of the Lord that's all no matter how much because at times even in all of this you know you can you can you can look at what is happening around the world look at the things going on and you're like Lord how would this this be but every time you go back to the word, he says. if ye then be reasoned with christ seek those things which are above where christ seated on the right hand of god set your affection on things above not things on the earth can you see that these are clear instructions clear instructions when it says set your affection on things above for example if when you start thinking like this without even praying for it you are a step harder you are a step ahead that's what people don't know people think when you spend time with god spend time in god people think you waste your time no you are not you are not that's the way a kind of man thinks a kind of man thinks for example that's about the bible says in galatians 4 as a child as long as he remains a child he different nothing but a slave that's why it's not it's not he's trying to tell you that the moment you start putting yourself in that point you reason like a child you talk like a child you address things. That's why I said last week that don't be a Christian who is just after what you want. The immediate thing. Like you want to eat like now, now, now. What you eat now, 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 now. now. No. That's why you have to be heaven conscious. Christ conscious. A pregnant woman, for example, knows that there is a day of delivery. Nine months from now. Because of that nine months, I must make sure that what I eat from day one, from month one, the moment I discover that now there is something on the inside of me that separates me from others, you start to manage yourself. You start to there is a way in which you carry yourself. There is a way in which you address yourself. And listen, as long as God is concerned, there is a part in Ecclesiastes, I think, in ten that says these things are error. Some of you don't know that when you when we operate less than the standard of what God expects us to do. According to heaven, he calls it an error. Ecclesiastics. Whew, that's another scripture. Go to Ecclesiastics. I'm going to read that because of time. Ecclesiastics. If you're here listening to the podcast, trust me, I'm sure this will bless you. Because one of the goals of this teaching is to make us, you know, we started the conversation two Sundays ago, an updated status. You know, and because the, the Christian today is not just one who will leave for the WhatsApp status. we leave for the Instagram status that after 24 hours, they disappear. The status of every child of God is eternal. If you're writing quotes, you need to put that the status of every Christian is eternal. When you die, it does not change your status as a child of God. (laughs) That's why when you study 1st or 2nd Corinthians, I'm not sure now, 15 thereabouts, it talks about if our hope is in this world alone, of all things, we are most miserable. Why? Because even in death, the Christian is victorious. We don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. Even in death, the Christian is victorious. That's why, yes, it's a painful thing when someone you love so much leaves, but the truth about it is <laughs> it's 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 more as long as they are Christians. And at the same time, you don't have to be that Christian who is at the mercy of who uh <laughs> the Bible says the last enemy that will be defeated is death. But before death, as Christians, this thing that I'm teaching about as well, this mentality is another thing that would get you to a consciousness of saying that come <laughs> there are certain things that cannot happen because it's not the time. Um, ecclesiastes there. let's start from verse 5. there is an evil which i have seen under the sun you know these are very these are these are deep words when he says evil which i have seen some of you will think he's talking about ah i who who, the devil is doing or you know all those things that all those funny movies show he said There's that evil which i've seen under the sun and an error that proceeded from the ruler it's called an error an error what is that error he said folly, foolishness because when he thinks uh, listen this author is very very blunt when you are crying for what you have dominion over it is foolishness is this hard permit me what you are supposed to be lord over for example the the story of the sheep that i told you guys about the the chain is free everything is there but they still remain in that place or is it a donkey i can't remember what the meme shows the gates have been pulled over, but the donkey just or the animal just remains in that place. Why? Because the mindsets have been tampered with. The Bible says, fully set in great dignity, and the rich sit in low places. And the rich sit in low places. Rich not because they have money. Don't forget Acts chapter 3. Such as we have. What makes us wealthy? What makes us rich? What makes us prosperous? What, the grace, all of that. The Bible says here, the rich is said in low places. Look at verse 7. I have seen servants upon horses. Servants. People who are not even supposed to be <laughs> under such category. The Bible says, I have seen servants on horses and princes walking as servants upon the earth. C- can you see that? Princes. Who is he talking to? Read Revelation. The Bible says, God has made us kings kings and prince is there in revelation so he's talking to us the ones who god has made kings and priests he says it's an error so when you go to god crying to work trying to him for what he has given you dominion about over it's called an error that's why i said a long time ago crying does not solve anything if you want to change the mind mindset about certain things, as long as God is concerned, crying is not the solution. It's not. It's not. When the Bible says, let this mind be in you, that mind which was in Christ. The question is, where and where did Jesus cry? I'm not trying to say crying is not. There are times where you can pour your heart to God and all of that. But child of God, at the end of the day, let the word of the Lord come to your spirit. Run with faith in your Spirit. Speak to those things that refuses to move, the Bible says if you have faith as little as a mustard seed, you would say, you would say, listen to that progression, you would say, that's another mindset, a slave is always timid, always shy, always, um, I don't want to say anything, so that they will know, child of God, you are indirectly locking yourself in place, let your mouth be the tool you would see it. the first instructions when you read god's um, encounter with joshua he said let the word he said keep the words in your heart meditate upon it so that when you meditate upon the word of the lord it's not just enough for you to keep it there when you study it he said let them it's called mouth meditation you know because of time i don't want to go into all of that what god told joshua in joshua chapter 1 verse 7 is not that meditate and say oh okay this is what this is what no it's to mutter Mutter when you read the when you read the Hebrew translation of that scripture, God says, mutter my words. Meditate. It's called mouth meditation. Whether you are on your way to the work, your office driving, and you say to yourself, my, my 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 the steps of the righteous are getting brighter and brighter and brighter. Listen, I was driving to the office over this week, and while I was there in traffic, I just kept repeating words, repeating words, repeating words, repeating words. Wow, because that's how we act in this kingdom. When you speak words, when you sow what—that's why when you when you keep reading what this guy talks about, what the Bible says, where the word of a king is, there lies power. Why? Because the mindset. That's why if you know the slaves don't talk, but kings, they know how to use this. I hope you can hear me slaves don't talk they don't even have rights to that's why when you discover when you're in a place whereby you are not allowed to be able to speak freely and all of that he just he just curbs you and a lot of times one strategy you need to understand the devil brings all these things around you not necessarily because the bible says the devil has been defeated already so you know the end but what he wants you to do, he sneaks faith out of you, you so that you don't have hope. You just that hope goes, that believing day goes before you know it. You what you think is just faith living. What people don't understand when when your body is, is not alive, it is even prone to more sickness. In case you don't know, that's why every day when you're always sad, you always you always listen. It has an impact even on your physical health nobody injected you with anything nobody did anything just because you are always sad it's like the, the the problem of the world is on your shoulder why do you think the bible says in philippians when it says do not be anxious for anything but in all things with thanksgiving make your request known unto the lord why because it's a mindset before jesus got to the tomb of lazarus do you think he did not know he was dead he knew Every one of them was crying, they were all crying, he could have cried as well. As a matter of fact, even when the Bible said Jesus wept, he did not weep because he wanted to murmur to God. He looked at them and was like, God, how would these people be so much that God has done for them, but they surround themselves with unbelief? He got to him to the point whereby he wept for their own belief. When you see God weeping, or the Bible cost or puts that in the scripture. It's not because he's in a spot whereby he's completely dis- uh, discouraged. He's completely all of that. No. He, he looked at them and was like. Ah. Without them knowing. That why, why, why are these people without understanding? That's why child of God. It matters. The mindset you have about yourself. It matters. It matters. There is nobody God. God would use greatly or is using greatly that it would not first have conquered the battle of the mind because to be honest with you if you can win that battle in the place of the mind win it in the place of the prayer in place of prayer nothing in this world would take the victory away from you nothing not if you can win it in the mind (laughs) do you know how powerful the mind is that's what the Bible says. We should renew our minds. Renew our minds. <laughs> you know, if you tell people the power of mind renewal, and this is not a psychic thing. Mind renewal is as simple as this: is who I am. This is what God says concerning me, and I believe it. That's why I like the likes of the Kenneth Higgins. The 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 you know, I remember one of someone once says that our heroes, uh, some of our church heroes, you know, are late. You know, because. You will see some of these men repeating the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again. The, for example, if you ever, if you, if you are a student of Kenneth Egan and you you listen to him so well, there is never a time you will see Kenneth Egan teach or the late uh, Kenneth Egan teach or preach, and you will not hear the word of faith. It's impossible. You, there is a scripture he quotes pretty much every day of his life. Why? Because. That scripture needed to be part of him. According to him, that was the scripture that saved his life. But today, you will find, you know, um, uh, you know, as much as this might be a bit heavy to say, I think it's needed because of the times that we are in. Because of the times that we are in. You know, if you don't know who you are, you will fall for everything. That's the truth. If you don't know who you are, in this day and age, if you don't know who you are, you, you will fall for everything and every, everything. And that's the reason why it's, it's also a mentality or a, a, the mindset of a slave. If they say you are working in the cocoa plantation today, okay, let's go. If they say you are working in the tobacco transmission to, uh, the plantation tomorrow, let's go. Because they had no opinion of theirs. And I'm not trying to, for obviously all of us here, we, we are students of history. And I'm just using that to teach that when it comes to the things of the spirit, there is a mindset you must have. One of the things, you know, the devil would, you know, I listened to something this week that blessed me. And I'm going to put it this way. I want every one of you to hear this. The devil from now to tomorrow does not have any power over any Christian. From now to the end of the world. There is no place in the Bible. Yeah, people want to talk about Job and all of that. It's still the mindset we're talking about. From the New Testament, there is no place in the Bible where God gives power to any demon or any devil over any Christian. But let me tell you one of the things, information that the Bible says. Because the people will try to bring various things. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. In Ephesians, is a popular thing people want to say. As though James never said resist the devil and he will flee from you you resisting the devil does not mean you are in the physical fight with him for example i am here now wearing wearing this warm stuff it's keeping me warm i don't have any business with the cold let the cold blow wind i'm not stopping the cold from blowing and all of that i just put on the right garments so when he says resist the devil and he will flee from you. He never said you should fight the devil. I've always I've said that to multiple folks. that scripture. A lot of people interpret it various ways. Because when you say resi- resist, means he doesn't even have to come around you. It's a choice. Because when you say resist, you resist, is not you're not resisting somebody who has already come to wage war from, with you. Before he comes, you can resist. Just the same way you can resist the urge to sleep with someone who is not your wife. Or to resist the urge to 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 drink when you are not supposed to drink, all those things. It's something that can. It's not when you have now when you have now sharked ten bottles. You now be saying, ah, yeah, um, I, I think I want to resist. When well, you are already ten bottles late, no. And that's the that's the issue. Now some of you are smiling. That's the circle It is possible to resist. It's not. It, it, listen, it's a mindset. It is. I'm telling you, it is. It it is some of us we listen as a pastor i have i have listened to a lot of people i've watched various things i've seen someone who would come and say oh uh pastor uh, in my sleep i've watched certain things on, on tv where someone will come and say oh pastor uh, uh, this and this and this is happening that and that and that happening listen and i'm not trying to be funny i'm not trying to to to, to talk down anyone i'm not look at the life of such people scriptures how many scriptures do they know about themselves none Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying they are lying. Such things can happen to those who, maybe because of the ignorance of certain things. Because the Bible already says that the heir, as long as he's a child. So, he's not saying that you being the heir, certain things will not happen. He says if you remain a child, you will permit certain things to happen to you. Not because that is the will of God for you, but because of your status. I hope you understand what I'm saying. It will never be because that is what God wills for you. So when people come and say, uh, 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 the Lord did this, the Lord, you know, he, God is, no, he's not. We, we, be careful the things we, are, we we try to attach. And at the same time, you know, someone will say that we give the devil unnecessary accolades. Unnecessary. To be honest with you as well, a lot of times, it is not even the devil doing anything. That's the truth. It is not the devil doing anything. Was it the devil that took you to the bar house, to, that took you to all of that? The devil didn't do that. You opened the crown cock yourself, you took the bottle yourself, you poured it, you drank, you drove while dripping drunk. The devil had nothing to do with it. A lot of things that people just give unnecessary accolades. And listen, there are a lot of them out there that way. But it happens when the mindset of an individual is not regenerated. That's why when you are born again, when you are born again, child of God, listen to me. When you are born again, it is not just enough for you to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, and then you end it. The Bible says, "Renew your mind." That part is on you. Listen, when you are saved, Lord, I give you my heart. According to what God has said in Romans ten, Romans uh, yeah, in Romans ten, with the heart man believe, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Nothing is taking that away from you. You, with the heart man believe. With the mouth. mouth. This is your mouth. (laughs) This is your mouth where I take you to hell or to heaven. That is how powerful the mouth is. People still don't understand that. He says with the mouth, confession. Confession is made unto. What transports you from heaven. Even from hell to heaven. Is a confession of your mouth which you believe in. Now, that part is clear. But the day you gave your heart to Christ. You did not disappear right away. The day you gave your heart to Christ. You did not Disappear and just evaporate or whatever you want to use to qualify. You're still here. But the place of you now living in the body as a Christian and exercising your authority as a son, It comes from the place of you using the word of God to guard your heart. That's the reason why the Bible says guard your heart with all diligence. Why? For out of it flows the issues of life. You are born again. You are saved. But you are still here in South Africa. You are still on this planet. (laughs) with the rest of us (laughs) you've not left yet and he says as long as you are here you need to be able to be make sure you use the word of god to guard over this thing which is called what flesh because if you don't you will be according to galatians 4 you are the heir there is already an expected end for you but as long as you remain a child that's why paul say peter says when i was a child you should know that scripture by now. He says, What? I spoke as a child. I acted as a child. There is a realm where God looks at you and says, Okay, you know what? <laughs> you need to leave this realm. That's why when you give your heart to Christ and you pray to God, Lord, I need, I need, I need five Rand. Two days later, a miracle shows up. Tomorrow, if you pray, if that five Rand does not show up, it's not because God cannot do it. But what he's trying to make you understand is you know what now come up to an extended dimension whereby this time around he he builds you to the point whereby you also can be a blessing to someone. In case you don't know, some of the some of the things some of us spend time praying to God about is what some other people are praying to God for. That Lord show me who to bless. Thanks for listening today. We know these words have encouraged and edified you. Now go on and walk in the truth of God's word.